hosting Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome, and with an attitude of gratitude, I want to uh, welcome you to the Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored podcast. This is number 234, all available in our archives, both here at Blog Talk Radio and iTunes and Google Play, Stitcher, and most uh, of those platforms. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed, and more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to remind you that this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. Information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, we have an interesting show today, and as I was prepping for the show all week, I didn't realize what a in-depth subject this, this is. Uh, as you know, we have two co-hosts, uh, Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan, and uh, Dr. Jerry is actually using a, a, a device called the Bioptron, which he'll talk about. Uh, and, and speaking about our co-hosts, uh, let's introduce them. Dr. Jerry, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. I'm sure it's, uh, what, 80 degrees down there in the south? And uh, so I was no, walking around. A, yeah, I was 59 a, up here. I was walking around without a jacket. It was a heat wave. <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, I was up there two weeks ago, and for the first time in many, many, many years, I had to scrape ice off the windshield. Oh, never again. Well, you, sleep, you were sleeping in a freezer, I'm sure. <laughs> I had a 6 o'clock <laughs> flight to get to. And, oh, that was awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's good to hear good to hear you Dr. Jerry and uh, Same. Uh, after we uh, get Dr. Dan on uh, I I got an email from uh someone talking about uh, uh some residency program you're doing so we should uh, t- you should talk about that. But first let's let's introduce Dr. Dan. How are you Dr. Dan? All right. How you doing? Good afternoon Dr. Ron, Dr. Jerry. How's it going? Everybody's doing Everything good. Everything all right? Everybody's doing good. Yes. So look, ladies and gentlemen, we're down here. We're we're uh, we're having uh, icicles on the uh, on the umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got out of the pool, so I use my infrared sauna and the jacuzzi, and here I am, ready to do this program. That's what we're talking about, right? Yep. That's what that's that's what makes Florida very very nice. Yeah. Uh, but let's just let's just. To clean up some housework. Um, uh, I did get confirmation from Dr. Amalu this morning uh, that he will uh, join us uh, on Thursday, January 11th. Uh, we don't have a program scheduled for that day, but we will record that interview and it will be played the following Tuesday, which is January 16th. So Dr. Amalu uh, was sick during our last uh invitation to him uh, but he did uh, call the reschedule and I really appreciate that 
And that will start off a series of programs on a, a symposia that we'll do on concussions. And it, not only has Dr. Jerry come up with a lot of new information, but there's new information regarding the, the cervical spine and oxygen uh, to the brain and concussions. Uh, also, uh, that the show that we did do on concussions without Dr. Uh, Amalo is one of our most listened to programs to date. And I would like to just give you an idea of who's listening to uh, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, most of our audience is in the uh, range of age 35 to 44. 33% are female, and the balance are male. So it's 33.33 and 66.67. And the countries that mostly listen to us, 87, uh, just rounding this off, 88% United States, uh, 6% United Kingdom, 2% France, uh, 1% Ireland, one, uh, almost 2% Australia. So uh, the word is getting out, ladies and gentlemen. You, know, you must be the uh, CEO of your body. Things are not getting any better uh, with the medical uh, care. Uh, people are just too much in a hurry. The drug companies are controlling everything. Uh, next year we'll talk about what's happening in Australia where people are losing their rights. To, uh, even doctors are being put in jail if they don't adhere to the program advised by the government. So you must be uh, uh, keep abreast of what's going on. Uh, that being said, and before I introduce today's uh, topic, which is photobiomodulation, Dr. Jerry Smith, uh, as you know, is, a, not, is also a teacher and a lecturer, and he has some things going on in Canada. Uh, Jerry, why don't you tell our audience about that? Yeah, I'm flying up on Thursday. I, I doing the first part of my four-part uh, dental whole body connection residency program. And uh, we have uh, physicians and you know, dentists that come from all over because they want to learn a good global approach, you know, even though it's focusing in on the dental aspects, but it impacts on the whole body. And, in fact, um, I'm having one of the representatives from the uh, Bioptron company, actually, Zepter, I'm going to give a presentation on the full-spectrum uh, light uh, modality. It, it's, it's blowing my circuits, I'm telling you. <clears throat> I just had a patient in today has a large tumor in her abdomen, and she came in hyperventilating, and she's broken out all over her body from the toxins. And I did 30 minutes. I actually have two units now. I bought a second unit, and we did 30 minutes with two units, uh, one in the front one in the back of the abdomen. And then I put her on some CBD uh, oil. I gave her two squirts and a and a glass of uh, uh, water with a uh, baking soda to alkalize her. At the end of the you know the 45 minutes, she totally calmed down. It wasn't hyperventilating, and the pain level went dramatically uh, low. So you know this type of technology, when you integrate it with other components, because people that are in chronic pain invariably are too acidic. So if you can alkalize them quickly with baking soda, it raises their pain threshold. But anyway, this is what I teach at my course, and I teach practical information, not this, uh, you know, double-blind study with all these testing and all. To me, that's nonsense in the sense that it doesn't tell you what's wrong with the patient. And I teach how to quickly triage the patient to cut to the chase of what is the core problem. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's so exciting. I just had a woman fly uh, come in from Chicago. She got bad eczema on her legs, on her abdomen, uh, and she's been to all these fancy doctors, and no one's getting the first base. 
and she had an underactive thyroid. She lost 16 pounds in, in two months, and her eczema is starting to disappear because we got to the root cause of the problem. Well, Dr. Jerry has gone through my uh, uh, library that I haven't been to in quite a while because I'm trying to get some order in here, and I came across a book called Craniosacral Therapy by Upledger. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you familiar with that one? Absolutely. I studied. I took uh, classes down in Florida with uh, Upledger at the Institute there. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Well, I pri- it looks like an, <clears throat> this book is from 83, and it looks like I have notes in it, so I apparently did read it at some point in time, but it's time for me to revisit that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to talk about light because it. Uh, just just so you know, only 10% of your energy resources actually come from the food you consume. Think about that. So where where does the rest come? They, well, 10 from 100, 90% of your energy needs are found in the air you breathe, the water you drink, the light you absorb, and the earth you live on, and the universe you inhabit. So these are the five elements of health necessary to improve your energy, your health, your quality of life. And that you'll hear, you'll hear acupuncturists talk about the five elements, air, water, light, earth, and universe. So in regards to good health, energy and quality of life are just as in the original oriental thought. You cannot place greater emphasis on any one element while ignoring the rest. It's like Dr. Jerry just said. You know, he's going to use a, a light treatment, but, you know, you have to consider the whole person. So your life elements are always in dynamic interaction with each other, and none of the five elements of health are superior to or independent of the others. So in order for you to achieve proper life balance, energy, harmony, and good health, you, you should be concerned with not only the healthy foods you consume, and we do talk about that, right, but also with the air you breathe, the water you drink, you know, we've been talking a little bit about structured water, ozone, ozonated water, water that uh, does not have chlorine and fluorine and the other toxic uh, chemicals in it. The light you are exposed to, we're going to talk a little bit about that today. The earth you live in and ultimately your inner universe, your spirit, your soul, because that touches humanity and all creation. So it is the correct balanced combination of these five elements uh, which bring about the true quality of energy and good health. So keep that in mind uh, as we go through today's show, and uh, we will start to talk a little bit about light, because light, as Dr. James Carroll said, is is one of the most underappreciated healing agents available. Now, Dr. James Carroll is an expert in in light therapy, which is also called that fancy word, photobiomodulation. Dr. Carroll has the ambitious goal of making this photobiomodulation the first line of therapy for 100 diseases in 100 countries by the time he's 100 years old. Uh, that's going to be about 45 years from now, so he, he really has a, a goal <laughs> and a, and a, ahead of him. He's already spent the last 30 years of his life investigating the healing power of light, It's a passion that grew out of his involvement with tissue repair research at Guy's Hospital in London in the 80s. At the time, he had a business raising government grant money, and Guy's Hospital was one of his clients. He was able to see some of the work they were doing on cells and small rodents using lasers. So, quote, I thought this 
is amazing. This is going to be in every corner of every department of every hospital in the whole world within the next five years, unquote. How did that go, Mr. Dr. Carroll? While the technology didn't catch on quickly, as he imagined, his enthusiasm, though, did not change, okay? And that brings me to the thir- a, a, a paper written in 1923 called The Therapeutic Value of Light and Color by Kate Baldwin. Who is Kate Baldwin? She was a surgeon and a senior surgeon at Women's Hospital in Philadelphia, PA. Kate W. Baldwin, M.D., FACS, Fellow of the American College of Surgery. So just a, a, a quick summary of what she wrote in 1923. In the effort to obtain relief from suffering, many of the more simple but potent measures have been overlooked while we have grasped at the obscure and the, com- and the complicated. Sunlight is the basic source of all life and energy upon the earth. And she goes on and on and on. And her... Uh, sentiments at the end of this uh, dissertation are uh, in order to properly treat a disease by its medical name it is considered necessary to have an accurate diagnosis of the condition with of course the possibility of error to an extent a light treating system can avoid the pitfalls of misdiagnosis because it safely and extremely extreme simplicity leads to its use without differential diagnosis and she goes on and on and on. But here was a woman who saw the benefits of light and color therapy back when. Well, you know, no wonder she, uh, in fact, I, I said 23. It was published in the Atlantic Medical Journal, April 1927. So from lasers to LEDs, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a wide range of, uh, of lights available to us. And uh, I, as, yeah, I pause every so often. I'm looking for uh, our guest to, to call in here. So, uh, all right. So the early days of uh, most light therapy made use of lasers as light-emitting diodes. And you hear LEDs, light-emitting diodes. I think Jerry may have something to say about them. Uh, they were not readily available back then. So they, the early days, most light therapy just used lasers, Okay. Some of the first lasers Carol used operate on 15 milliwatt range. Over time, the lasers got stronger. So not to go through the whole uh, history of this, uh, but uh, he went on and developed a database, and he has collected so far 80,000 studies on photobiomodulation. Isn't that incredible? And, and how many of you have heard that from your family, Dr. Ladies and gentlemen? Have you heard that on the nightly, nightly news? Do you know that there's a, there's physicians out there that are using light therapy for kidney failure and including pets, Dr. Jerry, even pets, okay? And there's, a, there's physicians out there who are using photobiomodulation in the treatment of dry age-related macular degeneration. Why is that mm-hmm. important? It's important because it's the number one cause of blindness in the elderly. Okay, so... Uh, this this light therapy, which can take different different uh, uh, forms, is really uh, something that n- no one's really talking about. And how does it work? Well, light in certain frequencies can have. How does it, how does it have these benefits? Well, there are a number of different mechanisms. The one that explains most of the effects seen clinically is cytochrome C oxidase mechanism. So when you breathe. The oxygen in your lungs takes up hemoglobin. 
which in turn is carried around your body by the red blood cells. The red blood cells deliver that oxygen to every single cell in your body. Similarly, when you eat, the food is broken down into glucose, fats, and glycogen, and that glucose is delivered to every single cell in your body as well. Well, once it has been transferred across that cell membrane, the glucose is then broken broken down through a, a chemical process called glycolysis into ATP and pyruvate. Now, here we get back to a subject we talked about, mitochondria, the, the, the workhorses of our body. Take that pyruvate, pyruvate and break it down further, and you get further products. And then combined with oxygen in this transport chain, they create hydrogen ions, and normal, it, 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 it's, a, it's a whole pump uh, the, 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 that pump hydrogen ions that drive through ATP. And when you get sick, injured, stressed, or old, the mitochondria to make too much of, of certain drugs, and you need this, this system to help uh, correct that. That's what light really does. Uh, it's a wonderful thing uh, that, that light, light has on our bodies. Some, some studies, uh, Dr. Carroll says, fail to show beneficial results. He said because the researchers get over overzealous. And they, they don't use the right kind of light, and they use it for too long a period of time. So light therapy, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is uh, a therapy I think you're going to hear more of. Dr. Jerry's going to tell you more about what he does. It's an excellent adjunct to other mitochondrial therapies, even the ones we talked about a couple months ago on this program. And uh, when you combine electromagnetic field remediation efforts with photobiomodulation and great intake of, of good in fuel intake, healthy fats, low carbs, moderate protein, you have the trifecta, and you can optim optimize your mitochondrial function. And, of course, that's the end game of what we're trying to do these days. Okay? So we'll talk a little bit about... Uh, Coherent light wave patterns and how where, where all this started and what causes illnesses and about frequencies uh, because uh, you know Dr. Jerry's talked about the right frequencies. Well, there's also in Dr. Uh, Danish's book called Let There Be Light. Okay, he has every organ having uh, a, a associated with a specific frequency of light, and that's how you can tell well how to treat. So. Dr. Jerry, what, so why don't you just give us a little uh, background about the uh, op, uh, bioptic bio, bio, bio or bioptron? Bio, yeah, bioptron. Basically, in the 80s, the Swiss company, uh, Zepter, poured a lot of money into research, and they came up with a, a special bulb that literally has little mirrors in them that magnify the effect so what you're getting is synthetic sunlight without the UVs or the UVB. So it can damage your skin or your eyes if you happen to, you know, gaze into the, the beams. And the key of the whole equation, what I'm discovering from all my research, is that it not only increases microcirculation by 47%, but it raises the frequency of the cells of the body. And where does illness come in? Well, eating processed foods, and you've mentioned this in the past on other shows and just even previously, EMFs, root canal teeth, which are toxic, mercury fillings, infections in the body, uh, exposed to traditional fluorescent light, which is blue-green, chemtrails, um, all these chemical you know, contaminants, 
you know, vaccines and viruses and so forth, they're lowering the frequency of the body. So when the frequency of your body goes to 58, then this is where colds and flu pop up. When it gets lower to 55 megahertz, you get viral infections. And cancer occurs at 42 megahertz. So the key is, well, how do we overcome it? You know, by exposing the body to full-spectrum light, you're literally raising the frequency of every cell of your body. And that's where the excitement comes in because you can do it at the convenience of your home or if you have a practitioner who uses this type of technology, uh, they can get some pretty miraculous results. You know, as an example, uh, I just had a patient in today who came to me five weeks ago. She had a colon cancer, and they wanted to do a, a complete resection and put her on a bag, and she said, I'd rather die than have to live like that. So we started her off on a program with uh, Therify, which is scalar energy, and uh, I energetically tested to see what toxins were in the cancerous tissue. And then we started her also on the Bioptron. Well, you know, she was just in today and told me, she said, you know, I had to take an enema to move the tumor uh, away to defecate. She said, now for the first time I've had multiple bowel movements without having to take an enema. We've shrunk the tumor in five weeks. You know, this is the type of, of responses we're getting, and it's blowing me away. Uh, cataract, you can actually resolve cataract with the full-spectrum lighting. I had two cases recently. One, my webmaster, who, you know, I treated him actually for his ear issues. He had ringing in the ears, and I did 12 minutes in each ear, and he went, He started to go home, and then five minutes later, he comes running back to my office. He said, Jerry, the glare is gone in my cataract. I could see clearer. Another woman two days ago came in, and we did one treatment on her, and she went to the car to get something, and she came running back. She said, I could read the small print on the vitamin bottles, which I couldn't even see before. Just one treatment, increasing circulation into the lens of the eye or the, the retina of the eye. You know, pain, um, it's just dramatic because you're raising the endorphin levels, you're breaking down chemicals. It's like a modulator, uh, meaning if something's too low, it raises it up. If something level is too high, it brings it down. It's reestablishing homeostasis. It's like a reset button, like CBD oil. So we're having a wonderful time. On my website, I have my little kitty cat, uh, Zoe, who had an eye infection when I, I picked her up uh, November 1st. And in eight treatments, just with the light, I literally wrapped her up in a towel to like swaddle her so she wouldn't go Kokomo Bokomo on me and held her, literally her face under the light for four minutes. And eight treatments, 98% of the infections going and I have the before and after pictures on my website. So we see these things firsthand happening. Uh, a woman that had a fractured femur back in August, constant pain, since August, she was in a week and a half ago. I did 30 minutes with the light over the fractured area. 90% of the pain disappeared. So this type of technology, you know, has its place in just about any type of practice because it'll, you know, improve wound healing. Um, it, it's good for um, muscle soreness. It's good for, you know, cataract, arthritis, um, any type of injury, post-surgical issues. And then they have a color filter system. So, for example, you could relax somebody by using a green filter. It calms down their nervous system and helps to balance out their physical and mental energy. You know, uh, people with thyroid problems, the, sh the chakra color of the thyroid is blue. It helps to inhibit and 
or help regulate inflammatory processes. So again, you can test to see which color frequency will be best beneficial for that patient. And it's, you know, relatively inexpensive. I charge $25 for a treatment. You know, it's non-invasive. Um, you know, it, it takes no time. Normal treatment time is, you know, 10 minutes. Um, so, you know, it's something that everybody should look into as as a line of defense for, you know, multiple, you know, health issues because just because you shine it, let's say, over the abdomen, that light gets picked up by the blood supply and takes it to other parts of the body where it's needed. So it doesn't get much better than that, Dr. Ron. Uh, it really doesn't. Well, Dr. Jerry, what do we, what do, you know, we talked a little bit about structured water, and uh, we, we really haven't mentioned about far-infrared and near-infrared. Uh, from what I understand, far-infrared is absorbed by water. Okay, well, water is a crystal. Yeah, you know, yeah. Water right. will pick up pretty much any frequency, and and you turned me on to that that tornado device from Amazon. It's about six six dollars or four, something. Four, under four, under five bucks. Under five bucks. So structured water is very very important because you could drink eight gallons of water a day. It doesn't mean that the water is getting inside the cell. And when you do the structured water with that simple little device you're telling me about, I, I turned the number of patients on already today to go to Amazon and buy the, the little device. The key is by hydrating the cell, you increase the physiology of the cell. It being, uh, uh, you know, with structured water, it gets in three times faster than normal water, so you don't have to drink as much. And a hydrated cell, the viruses can't multiply, and you're flushing out the toxins, so you're going to improve, uh, it's anti-aging, you're improving your health tremendously just by flushing the poisons out of the cells. It really does affect the ion channels. As I got more and more into it, it does affect the ion channels, how calcium moves in and out of the cell. And mm -hmm. it's so simple. It's so simple. Well, that's the key. The closer you get to the truth, the more simplistic the solution is. It, But, you know, people like to make a, something esoteric and complicated to give them the power that they you have to come to me to heal your body. Well, it's nonsense. Well, so we need good air. We need good water. We need good light. And, uh, you know, uh, specifically, light allows your body to use your food more efficiently. efficiently. In other words... Light helps your cells to make the best use of whatever food they have and improves the generation of energy. So Dr. Hamlin says, for instance, light seems to combine very well with modest amounts of exercise. So the ideal way to receive most of this exposure was you would think we'd just go outside. Well, it's okay for Dr. Dan and I and, 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 and people that live in, South, in, in Florida uh, expose as much of your skin as possible. But there are many areas where this is impractical, right, especially where Dr. Jerry is. So that's where these therapeutic light, light devices can be help, helpful. So uh, that, that's why we're talking about it. And Dr. Dan last week uh, brought up uh, uh, seasonal affective disorder, SAD. And right. uh, there are lights for that. And uh, would, Dr. Dan, what, what, what do you know about that? Okay. Um, I... I decided that I had it because <laughs> I felt rotten during those months back in Pennsylvania. Sorry, Dr. Jerry. Uh, usually January and February where, where you don't get any uh, sun and it's very dull and, you know, dank and dreary. So I bought uh, one of those uh, um, 
those satellites at uh, Costco's. I still have it. And uh, um, if it gets uh, dreary down here, I pull it out, and I put it on about 20 minutes away on an angle. You, you don't look directly into it. But now that you're saying that this could work on cataracts, it might be a good idea. Well, just make cataracts. sure it doesn't have the UV uh, spectrum in there because that can damage you. No UV. It's got no, no UVA UV. and no UVB in it. Great. So, but still, I don't like to look directly into it, so I put it on an angle, which which they recommend about uh, 20 inches away and maybe a little more. And then you could set it uh, from 10 to 0 to, to 100. And uh, Costco used to carry it. I don't think they carry it anymore. But uh, Dr. Ron was saying he knows where where we can where we can get these lights. And you're saying well, that we, this could be for other diseases, which include the cataracts. Is that correct? Correct. All right. Do you, do you look directly into the light itself for the cataracts, or is it okay on an angle? Well, to be honest with you, my webmaster, I didn't even shine it in his in his eyes. I I was treating him for ear issue. And wow. he got dramatic results from that because it increases microcirculation to the eye, the retina, the lens, whatever. What does it do? Does it uh, does it change the cataract? Does it reverse it? Yeah. I mean, from the information that I, I got from Canada, uh, where I bought my in, uh, initial machine, uh, they were okay. getting rid of cataracts with um, you know within two, three weeks. Uh, but you have to do it like twice a day, like maybe you know, 10 minutes or 15 minutes a day, twice a day. And by improving the circulation, the the lens cloudiness disappears. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, how long did you, uh, how long did you keep it on for? Anywhere like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah that sounds and twice right. a day, and twice a day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dr. Jerry, um, uh, near, near infrared, like 810 to 830 is good for your eyes. Uh, and red light at 630 nanometers uh, is yeah, that's good in, for your eyes. In, yeah, it's in the is spectrum. That, is that the range of what you're treating with? What we're dealing with is 480 nanometers to 3400. So you're at the visible spectrum, and th when you're around 3400, you're dealing with infrared. Right. So can can you adjust it, or is it just a full full blast that everybody's getting? It, yeah, it's a full spectrum because apparently um, – all these different frequencies are like biomodulation. They're stimulating different uh, physiology in the cells. Uh, I don't think the science has gotten down to, you know, specific frequencies and what it's doing to each cell. But, you know, what's interesting, when you look at charts on organs, for example, um, the thyroid and the parathyroid function at 62 to 68 megahertz, your heart at 67 to 70 megahertz, the lungs at 58 to 65, the liver at 55 to 60. So if you can put that range of megahertz frequency to the light system into the body, you're directly impacting on these organs. And again, uh, to reiterate, you don't have to shine it exactly on that organ because the bloodstream will take that frequency because it's a fluid. It'll imprint it and take it to the organ that it needs. Is this for macular degeneration, basically the uh, the near red? Well, the key, well the infrared. The key is I think you need the full spectrum to really okay. get the, the best results because you're increasing microcirculation, which will take the toxic 
uh, waste products away from that area of the generation and bring in nutrients so you can get the healing and stimulate stem cells, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell I, you, Dr. I Dan, think. that uh, there there is a company called uh, Lumifera, and I was hoping that uh, Phil Safer would call in from uh, Albuquerque today. But they're, uh, they have a product that's due for FDA approval uh, to treat age-related uh, macular degeneration, and it shines red and near-infrared light right into your eyes. You're just waiting for approval. So uh, it looks like Dr. Jerry's device does that also. So What's it called? Yeah, it, it's called. Uh, oh, I just had it here. Uh, where are they? L U M I T H E R A. Oh, T H E R A. Thera. Okay. And and you know, ladies and gentlemen, the, in Rio de Janeiro, the Olympics, they were all the Olympians. They were using a lot of light therapy. Athletes hey. get huge benefits from it, right? Especially the yeah, near infrared light on right. the muscles. Right, okay, and and, and, and again, it made them last longer. They felt better afterwards, and everything. Right, exactly. Exactly, and and uh, and uh, I was hoping that Phil Safer from Alexa E L I X A dot com would be on because his company does sell these SC, these lights for uh, uh, seasonal affective disorder, and he has all kinds of arrays for different uh, problems like. Uh, you know, opening up the fat cells, like at, my, at Dr. Ron's office, Rejuvenations in Naples, he uses a 635 nanometer red light LED to open up the fat cells so they compress, and uh, with exercise, you do lose inches. And there's different arrays uh, that, that fill cells on this Alexa.com that are blue, green, uh, triple A. They, he has all kinds of, of, of lights, and, and if, you, if anybody's interested, this this gentleman I have done business with. Uh, I'm sure there's other good companies, but I have done business with uh, Alexa, and they're very reputable. And uh, if something doesn't work, they'll take it right back. So uh, if you want to look into some healing lights that maybe you want to try at home, uh, I can recommend that company, ladies and gentlemen. So, Dr. Dan, what else do you got for us? Well, we got this uh, this uh, photobiomodulation. That's <laughs> a big word. I said it right. Can can be used for just about everything, and yep. and your near infrared is 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 is, is very very important. Um, it's like the sauna machine you have. I think that's probably a, a a near infrared. Am I right, Dr. Ron? You're absolutely correct. Right, and that's probably something very good that you use when you when you get in there. Um, uh, we also have. Uh, the frequency, well, we don't want to get into too much uh, technical stuff, but you can use d- different colors, I believe, basically for different things. Like Dr. Uh, Doctor Jerry was saying, did you say blue light for thyroid, Dr. Jerry? Yeah, that's the um, the, the color of the chakra. Uh, you know, the top okay. of the head is, uh, I think, uh, indigo. It purifies the bloodstream, stops bleeding, helps treat n- uh, nasal infections and all. So, yeah, there's seven different major chakras, and you could stimulate them by using the appropriate color. Right, especially for uh, for the uh, for the auto the autoimmune ones. Uh, like, like they're saying, light light therapy therapy can boost cognitive function also. In- absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Increase your brain that. function, which is what I need right now. It can help well, Alzheimer's. Yeah, good. No, it's going to shot at Jack Daniels. It dilates the blood vessels. It'll get more to the brain. 
I like the Crown Royal myself, but, but that's okay. all right. Um, and you know, you, you can also it can work on 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 these things like we we talked about macular degeneration. Now you now you told me about cataracts, which I didn't know about. And the uh, photobiomodulation can be used for just about just about everything. In fact, um, I have to call a couple of people after we're done because a friend called today, and he gave his daughter his kidney, and now her kidney's going bad. So maybe we can help her with this. Do you do you recommend? Well, you know, I would light therapy. Yeah, kidney definitely. failure. Yep, absolutely. Yep, she's in, she's know, going kidney into failure, kidney failure, and she's in the hospital. Yeah. Well, the other well, unfortunate thing is too. Yeah, you, know, you know it's interesting. You know, when you get a transplant, you're getting um, other organisms from Ro- the host. Yeah, right. And right. you know, if that's not being addressed, then you know, you, you're the, the new host is going to attack it. So they say, oh, it's autoimmune disease. It's nonsense in the sense that uh, it, there's a reason why it's being attacked. And so if there's viruses trapped in there or heavy metals or pesticides that's foreign to the host, uh, the body's going to go into action. Right. So uh, maybe maybe there is some kind of a light therapy. Which which light would you use on the kidney? I would Near recommend, infrared. well, full spectrum, yeah, full spectrum. Full spectrum, um, but if, if they have, they can't get a full spectrum like Dr. Jerry has. The, the, the studies mm. that are out there by Dr. Hamblin, H-A-M-B-L-I-N. He, right, I he, can't uh, his name, right. Yeah, right. Near-infrared LED arrays where the kidneys are seems to work like a dream. Okay, okay. okay. Also, but who, would, uh, you know, who would ever thought, unless uh, you know, we had this kind of uh, discussion, that shining a light over your kidneys could improve kidney disease? Is anybody talking right. about that, Doc? Huh? No, how, how about for cancer? Also for cancer. Oh, absolutely. I have I have a document that a guy had a melanoma on his arm, literally the size of a golf ball, and there was 52 photographs taken in sequence in three weeks, using 20 minutes twice a day with the bioptron unit. The body literally, and and they're in the photographs. You could see it kicked the tumor out of the arm. Kicked it out. Wow. All right, then. Now another friend. I hate to say this. See, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you some personal. I don't know if he came home today or not. He had a tumor in the, uh, in, in the abdomen. He had a, uh, a gist, uh, gastrointestinal stromal tissue. His stomach was uh, connected to the tumor. The tumor was on the pancreas, and I don't know what the story is. Is there some light we could give him to help him when he comes home? Well, again, I like the full spectrum okay. uh, just because it's it's literally energizing the whole body to, you know, get the immune system up to its highest level. But, again, like the easiest approach is, look, when they do surgery, Dr. Dan, they have to do a, a biopsy. They have to do histologic slides. Right. You literally can test the tissue to see what was in there that initiated the cancer. Okay. You know, I just had a, a woman with breast cancer. She brought her slides in. I tested. She had glyphosate in the tumor. She had nickel in the tumor, and she had cytomegalovirus in the tumor. So I just put her on a program to go after those three initiators. Well, you, you know, know what happens in the hospital? They do the pathology, but they don't do anything else. Well, if you read like the report... It, they're giving you a wonderful 
blow-by-blow description of the grade of the cancer, the size of the tumor, you right. know, all, you know, graphic information. But in my estimation, it's meaningless because they're not telling you what initiated the darn problem. What stage you're in. Well, they give you what stage you're in, but they don't tell you what initiated it, correct? Exactly, exactly. And and, and to me, it's exciting as heck because with this type of technology, it's like a laser-guided bomb. You can pull out these toxins relatively quickly, and the cells want to go back to normal. That's what they're whole, all about. That's what homeostasis is all about, to get back to factory default, to normal functioning. You know, I came across something else in my studies, too, about the uh, uh, the psychiatric drugs that are being used now, and how dangerous they are, and all the all the side effects. He said, "Put the put the light on your head. The infrared Absolutely. light on your head." Well, and here's the other problem. Better job than the psychiatric drugs will do, and you won't have the side effects. Well, the other problem, Doctor Dan, is the gut and the flora. That's you know the microbiome. If it becomes mm. toxic, it's directly connected to your brain through the lymphatic system and the vagus nerve. And so if you're eating junk foods and chemicals and preservatives and all that nonsense, those poisons are getting up into the brain and, you know, hastening dementia. And, and it's got to affect the hippocampus part of the brain, which is your behavioral pattern. So people are going kokomo bokomo and they can't understand why. Right, and uh, at this time of the year, it's very difficult to avoid all that good stuff that somebody brought us the other day for Thanksgiving that was like being in Terminis in Philadelphia, Jerry, huh? Yeah, well, the secret is go to Home Depot, Dr. Dan, and you get Christmas-style duct tape, and you put it (laughs) over your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll find a way to get past the duct tape. Do you know that this... uh, this uh, photobiomodulation was used back back in the days of the Greeks, the Romans, yeah, the Egyptians, the Egyptians absolutely. But they, you know, here they the, knew the, about the sun. Everybody knew it from the beginning of time. You know, like it says in the Bible. Let uh, Ron mentioned this today. Let there be light. Well, you know, they used Who to said treat that? God. Yeah, people with light back in the early 1900s. And in the 1940s, uh, you know, when I studied with Major Desjardins, he was the founder of sacral occipital technique. He applied for patents using specific color frequencies from with color gels and all to alleviate right. pain. And the FDA, they wouldn't approve it right. because so it, w- it would negate using drugs. For inflammation, for arthritis, for uh, muscular problems, for rheumatoid. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, yeah, they don't want anything non-invasive, God forbid. It's, it's well, too simple. we're going to open that medical school, aren't we, that's going to have all this good stuff in it? You see how fast that would catch on, huh? Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't let it happen. No, because there's too much money being made. I mean, oh. you know, the, the poor elderly, one of the leading causes of of death is intestinal bleeding from these NSA drugs. You know, it is prescribed like candy to these people, and, and they're most of them are taking aspirin to keep their blood thin, which, you know, you can do very easily with coenzyme Q10 or essential fatty acids or good quality, you know, minerals. But, no, you got to take a chemical, like your body's deficient in a chemical. It's nonsense. Well, I think I think we decided that the, uh, the uh, baby aspirin every day is not the thing to do. Absolutely not, because it also, the, the study that they showed, quote, improved the, you know, the heart attack issue, 
also you had an increased uh, probability of having a stroke because the aspirin uses up a lot of vitamin K, a lot of B12, a lot of folic acid, and C, and over a period of time, the blood vessels get weak, and guess what? You can get a stroke from it. You get a bleed in the brain. You get you get a you get a bleeding stroke, correct? That's it. Hemorrhagic. Hemorrhagic. Right. You got it. There you go. Professional term: hemorrhagic stroke. Here's another thing: the Faroese physician Niels Finson was the father of modern light therapy. I couldn't figure out what Faroese uh, meant. I didn't have a chance to look it up. But does anybody know who that is? Niels Finson. Yeah, he's over. Uh, he he was the first guy that got, I think, a Nobel Prize for his ex- exceptional work in light therapy in the early 1900s, 1903, I think it was. And it wasn't um, too long ago. Yeah, right. I mean, the key in the equation, they knew that this stuff worked, but, you know, when the 40s and 50s rolled around and all the drugs started to roll out, they pushed all this documentation to the to the rear. They don't want people, you know, using it. Oh, we studied this in school, high time. Nothing at all. Not one bit mentioned about light. Do you remember anything, Ron? Yeah, well, I did, yes, but I never used what I learned because I I was brainwashed during those days at Hahnemann. But, you know, Dr. Jones, there's there's one uh, thing that I did uh, come across. I think it's important uh, because... uh, a lot of people, and I, I know I take it personally, N-acetylcysteine, NAC. Right. That, that's one thing not to take within two hours of light treatment because it interferes with the mitochondria. So I Good think that's know. important. Yeah, important little fact, fact to know. Uh, and this Dr. Hamblin, who I tried to reach, uh, he uses uh, this this light on his forehead and the forward part of his head to increase his focus and analytic ability. He's on the upper and side portions of his head for creativity. And he's had tremendous success with chronic fatigue syndrome patients. Uh, he does it on their back because he said there's evidence that chronic fatigue syndrome, wait to hear this. This, this, this is going to make you feel good, Dr. Jerry, is the result of brain stem inflammation. I think, I think I heard that from you. Well, yeah, I mean, if you have a malocclusion, your upper cervical vertebrae are going to be out of alignment. So it's going to cause irritation to the brainstem. It's going to decrease the blood supply. And a good friend of mine, Steve Smith, back in the 80s, had the blood studies. You could actually improve the blood flow uh, you know, to the body by repositioning the jaw posture with a, a mouthpiece. But another little pearl about uh, light therapy, you, sh- you you shouldn't take it with antibiotics because the antibiotics then can become very sensitive to the light, or you can become sensitive to the antibiotic because you're boosting up the energy pattern there. So they say you have to wait eight days uh, away from uh, taking any antibiotic because you can create problems. Mm. You know, everybody thinks that more is better, and and I just just want to warn everybody that you can overdo uh, possibly there's some theoretical long-term risk of too much light therapy treatment, and and that could be degraded sleep, uh, cognitive laziness, maybe too relaxed, and headaches and eye pain. They're theoretical from my research, but, uh, you know, in the United States, uh, more is always better, and... uh, 
not 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 true for almost everything. So uh, just be careful if you're going to try this yourself without a healthcare provider. Don't overdo it. Well, especially at nighttime because it'll diminish the melatonin being produced from oh, yeah. the pineal gland. Keep yep. you awake. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, if I excuse me, if I put my full spectrum light on my head, will it increase my memory? <laughs> it should. Seriously, it'll <laughs> increase microcirculation. But then again, Doctor Dan, there may be certain things you don't want to remember. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that if you get a light treatment and you don't have any effect, it probably means your mitochondria are pretty good. But if you know if you feel tired or whatever, it means you really you know you got to go back for more treatment. So uh, just a little, little little pearl here and there. Well, yeah. The bottom line is, anytime there's a fatigue issue, <clears throat> the mitochondria are usually polluted with some toxin, um, and you know that's pretty prevalent today with all the pesticides and the chemicals. I mean, <clears throat> I think what in France they only allow something about seven or eight. Uh, preservatives and food in this country, I think it's about 3,000 or more. And counting. And and, and rising, absolutely. Mm. Someday well, we'll wise up. Let's what we got here, though. Let's summarize what we got. Light therapy, yeah. full spectrum, uh, LEDs uh, can be used for seasonal affective disorder. Almost every disease can be treated with light therapy. Can we agree on that? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. And uh, there are different uh, uh, devices to be used. Dr. Jerry uses the, uh, the Bioptron. Uh, he's getting great results with it. And, of course, he, he, he's, he's a genius in his own right, so he knows what he's doing. Uh, but, you know, you might want to look for photobiomodulation. I think, as Dr. Hamlin said, it is the treatment of the future. Uh, there are some books out there. Uh, Let there be light would be one, uh, if it, if you could still get your hands on it. Uh, there was another book that I had read, uh, and I was going to give you the title because I know that one is still in print, but I, I didn't find that one today. But you know, you might want to read up on light treatment on the on LEDs and full spectrum and near infrared and far infrared. See what all that stuff means, and. Uh, uh, you know, we always, in medicine, we try and weigh the benefits against the risks, and there are 99% more benefits than risks, unlike taking some, some, some drugs where the risk, as you know, in these these ads on, on the television, they, they're 60% of the ad is the side effects. So uh, I don't see any reason, in my opinion, not to try photo Modulation. They're getting great results with Alzheimer's, definitely with uh, macular degeneration, definitely with kidney disease. And uh, well, so, You know, it's interesting. You mentioned with the kidney disease, um, there's a an, an homeopathic remedy called Apis Malefica. It's actually bee venom, homeopathic bee venom. And I've had two patients that were in end-stage kidney failure, and both of them, Within uh, well, my father actually was in a hospital. And within two days, his kidneys were working normally. And another woman, it took two weeks to get her kidneys working just by giving homeopathic B venom. And they were in end stage kidney failure. Mm. <clears throat> That's amazing. Well, again, we have what? What? What's the downside of trying it? Nothing. There you go. That's the answer. If your kidneys are failing, it's it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's an end game for you, but 
uh, yeah. for whatever reason, and they don't know why it actually works, but it, it somehow turns on the kidneys. Now, maybe it's a frequency from the, the, the homeopathic remedy that kind of resets the, the vibrational mechanism, which you know brings up a real interesting point. Um, my hypothesis, and I think other scientists have similar uh, concepts, it's vibrational frequency. When you have cells that are vibrating at a pathologic frequency because they're diseased or they've got heavy metals or pesticides in there, the, the healthy cells in, in the vicinity start to take on the frequency of the pathologic cells. And I think this is how disease spreads. It's a frequency thing. I, I believe in that also, Dr. Jerry. Uh, Megahertz? Yeah, because they did, they did research... Um, where they had two groups of cells in like a petri dish, and they and they actually separate them either with a quartz or glass wall, and the healthy cells literally took on the pathologic characteristics, you know, over a number of hours. But it was the frequency given off by the pathologic cells that influenced the nearby healthy cells in the petri dish. Hmm. Interesting right, concept. But- Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan, I, uh, one of our callers is a, is a dear friend of mine, and uh, I was going to save this for the end of the show, but I, w- I want to uh, I put together a little piece, uh, and uh, he had a company, I think he's out now, that, that treated this. But uh, being from Philadelphia, we all know about Legionnaire's disease. Right. Oh, yeah. And, right? And, and now you heard about the, the cooling towers at Disneyland. Eleven Park visitors. Yeah, the two Disneyland cooling towers were found to contain the bacteria responsible for it. And uh, 11 visitors so far have been diagnosed with this deadly type of pneumonia. Uh, Legionnaires has also uh, struck in Anaheim, California. Two of them died. So we're 30 years since we learned about that. I think uh, that was at the Bellevue. Yes, Bellevue Stratford. Bellevue Stratford, right. I want to tell you... uh, I was going to say this, but since I saw that Gary's on the phone here, uh, it, uh, it's, a, it's, it's hard to fathom that we still have a disease around that can be prevented. Uh, so something's in the air, I, I was going to title this. It may seem hard to believe, but Legionnaires is actually on the rise. Get this. The CDC is even calling it an emerging disease. Can you believe that? The source of the bacteria found it emerging, right? They just found out about it. They're waking up. I'm sure. Yeah, it's because they're going to make a vaccine for it. You trust? You wait and see. Water, <laughs> I am sure that you all know the history of the disease, right? Well, let me let me go through this, Gary. And I'm going to bring you in. Water cooling yeah. systems that that become contaminated and then transmit the microbes out into the environment contain tiny particles of water. So even if the air seemed perfectly clear, you could still be inhaling it. That's what we learned from this disease. So the locales hit by legionnaires this this year have included hotels in Texas, and that one came from a swimming pool on a hot tub, Las Vegas, and apartment complexes in Manhattan, and perhaps the worst examples of uh, sloppy maintenance can wind up uh, killing you. This is the, the one I really want our, our listeners to know about. It can occur in hospitals, ladies and gentlemen. But, mm, most commonplace. Right? Most and healthcare common. facilities, right, there, uh, Gary? Yeah, we. Um, well, as well, fact, let me just we test. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Just tell us what you got. No, I just uh, you know I'm sure the three of you with your backgrounds you know remember the 
the first time that we realized what Legionella was and where it came from, not not because of the outbreak in the hotel uh, that made it famous, but uh, they went back and studied. Uh, the CDC had saved uh, specimens from some unknown pneumonia-like fatalities uh, in uh, Walter Reed Hospital. And they went back and looked at it, and this is in the late 1940s, and uh, they studied the tissue and realized it was the same disease. And they went back even further and realized that the, uh, the, all the patients were uh, on the same floor, on the same side of the building, and that coincidentally, uh, the, it was just below the cooling tower for the central air conditioning systems. Uh, back then, and, and we've learned so much more, back then they thought it was coming from the soil, which was being sucked up into the blowers of the cooling tower, uh, incubating the, the organism, and then releasing it into vapor. But you hit on something uh, that we have found, not, not us as a company in the business, but the industry, is that um, the most common uh, pathogen is inhaling the vapor. You can be exposed to a ton of other ways and you won't get it. The other thing is that we were first taught that it was a very fragile organism, that, that uh, you know, temperature ranges were very limited. If we stayed in Fahrenheit, which most listeners probably understand, uh, it would die at temperatures of less than 30 and greater than 100. Absolutely not true. The most common place we find uh, Legionella, and we do Legionella testing, and most major institutions, and especially hospitals, do it on a frequent basis. They have contracts to do it. Is there, believe it or not, their domestic hot water. And it's a break point. We also used to think it was a zero-sum game, and it's not. Uh, and, and the three of you may have a better insight than I do, but what they found out is that you can have Legionella in, in the water, inhale the vapor, and not get sick until it reaches about 350 colonies per centimeter. And there's other, other ways to measure it. Uh, and then that's the break point where you, you may or may not become ill. Uh, it's every water treatment company's nightmare. Our company is 40 years old this June. And, uh, of course, when the original outbreak occurred, we were already in business. The other thing that they're proposing, the CDC uh, goes along with this, is using oxidizers only. They're saying only oxidizers work. And the most favorable one, of course, is sodium hypochlorite or otherwise known as chlorine. Uh, we have found that uh, a number of, of safe microbicides uh, do the job, but nobody dares to use them for fear that if there's an outbreak, they'll be liable. Well, Germany the, uses the ozone yeah. to, to sanitize their water. Well, again, that's an oxidizer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they've they've gotten you know good results. Chlorine is so damn toxic; it you know suppresses your your thyroid and uh, your whole immune right. system. You know the one that the one that's becoming uh, chemical of use because it's it's everything points towards the safety is chlorine dioxide, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been approved for drinking water. It's seriously used in the vegetable wash industry to kill. Any, any surface bacteria. The beauty of it is that it has a very, very short half-life. And, you know, of course, it's, it's nascent oxygen, uh, so it, it works into the system and back out quite smoothly. Well, a friend but, of mine uh, is a, a chef, and he told me that uh, when they would have bad seafood, 
uh, you get that ammonia odor, they would spray yes. Clorox on it and to <laughs> negate that oh uh, aroma and, and get the food out to the public. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it would work, I know. Yep. <laughs> Hey, since, I, since we have an expert, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, and, and this, this is a guy I, I kicked myself in the head one time when I told him how to balance the water in this pool, and I said, "Oh my God, he's a chemist." <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> no, I'm, no, no, don't don't insult me. I'm a chemist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so well, look, Gary. Well, I, I was preparing this for another program, but he, I was coming up with uh, how people can yeah, use this information. So. I have uh, four things. Despite how inviting a hot tub or whirlpool may look in a hotel or spa, uh, mm-hmm. that's a kind of bacteria. They bacteria love that environment, right? So they I was going to say, do. if you have any kind of respiratory problems, especially COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, don't risk it. Would you agree with that one? I couldn't agree more. And of course, you know, I was diagnosed with IPF, and for some reason, that's that's not coming to fruition. But uh, I have to watch it very carefully too. All right. Now, my second second thing is routinely clean and allow to fully air dry any appliance in your home that holds water, such as the humidifier. More for our northern friends. Top of the list. And number three, this is something that that I it, I had to research. But it's that if you're still using the same shower head that came with your house, it's probably time for a new one. Because Legionella bacteria in shower heads was found to be the cause of an outbreak in South Dakota hospital. Ever hear that one, Gary? Yes, and I can add that uh, something to the old shower heads, just like the old faucets and valves. Back then, they were they were using uh, high amounts of tin and lead, and just for just for the sake of the heavy metals issue, they should be torn out and replaced. Okay. All right. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, along with these steps, and you know, we do have an expert talking to you also, and, and Gary. Uh, you should know what the symptoms are because, you know, I don't believe in antibiotics, but antibiotic therapy can cure this disease. And this is one of the few cases that I'll, you'll ever hear Dr. Ron say, take antibiotics. But the symptoms of this disease are high fever, chills, a cough, a headache, chest pain, shortness of breath, diarrhea, nausea, and confusion. Okay, so you could have an x-ray, and it might show you have pneumonia, but you have to rule out this by a special test of either your mucus or your urine, for specifically for Legionnaire's disease. So you need the specific test. You need to get it right away, and you and your doctor need to be on the same page if you have those symptoms and you have recently been in a hot tub or you've been, you, know, you had a cold and you went in a hot tub. Just be aware that if you have fever, chills, headache, chest pain, shortness of breath, diarrhea, nausea, and confusion, you could have Legionnaire's disease. Oh, it could kill you. That, that was all the symptoms I had on my first date, Dr. Ron. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I, I really can't go there. <laughs> but uh, I have a question for Gary. I don't know if this structured water that they're talking about with the, the vortex and it's changing the angulation of the hydrogen oxygen molecule so it gets into the cell three times faster. Does that have any effect on the bacterial content of the water? Would that have a, an effect of sanitizing the water? I'm not familiar with with the process, so I, I really can't answer it. 
Okay. Fair enough. Good answer. Um, I think it's something that I know I was talking to a fellow out in Arizona for 45 minutes last Sunday, and he was saying how, you know, and I have to read the research. I haven't had a chance to, to get to it yet, but that doing your whole house with a structured water system and there's no filters that have to be changed or anything like that, it supposedly sanitizes it. The other interesting thing is many years ago, I think in Seattle, they, they were treating the sewage with full-spectrum light. And it literally was sanitizing and neutralizing any infective material in in the public sewage. So um, I wonder if that's a a good factor. I'm I'm not certain they're doing that anymore. Um, Do you you recall how many years ago that was? It was probably a good 20 years ago. Treating the sewage? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's more, it's not that it doesn't work, it's it's more a, a issue of, flow rates of sewage and the amount of light you're able to expose it to. Right. Interesting, interesting discussion. Oh. So how does one protect themselves? You know, you, you go to, I mean, I travel a lot. I'm in hotels and all that. How, how do you protect yourself? You put iodine in the water before you drink it? Don't breathe. <laughs> Don't drink Don't it? Breathe. Right, okay. Bottled water. Go yeah, in and sterilize the whole room first. Bring bring wipes with you. I used to carry I used to carry those UV light um, sanitizers, and I used to go over the whole room. And you were the first they, Ghostbusters, right? <laughs> and now I I have to find them somewhere. I got them at Costco too, and they don't sell them anymore. And the batteries burned out, okay. and I couldn't even put other batteries in, so I don't have one right now. But I'd go in and go around all the. Uh, uh, the first thing, the dirtiest thing you have to clean is the TV uh, uh, booper. And the telephone. you got to do the telephone, too. Oh, oh, the phone's awful. The phone and the TV. Get get the, the uh, TV automatic. Get that done first. One of the All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, we had a surprise visit by uh, a good friend of mine, Gary, uh, who is uh, really knowledgeable about water. He's been doing it most of his life, and he I, even, even dove into stuff with an oxygen mask and all that stuff. <laughs> oh. Man can swim. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, just a personal story that really I, I, I get goosebumps when I when I think about it. And, Gary, you're going to have to ref, refresh my total memory, but I remember you saying you used to dive into tubes. Close yeah, well, tubes. no, I, I work for... In Corpus, Corpus Christi, Texas, I worked for Murphy Oil. And uh, when they were putting in their platforms uh, uh, and systems, uh, somebody had to do the inside weld on the pipeline. And I was, at that time, I was a commercial diver. I was a very young man. I was in my uh, early 20s. And they picked me because, first of all, I knew how to scuba dive, which back in, in, in 1961, very few people did. Uh, and secondly, I knew how to weld. The only thing they had to do is teach me, you know, how to weld underwater because there were different gases. But, yeah, I was was quite slender then. I was inside of a 24-inch pipeline and over 100 feet of water in total darkness. Wow. And, uh, yeah, with a light on my my, my Scott air pack and and, uh, somebody on the end of the line to pull me out of the pipe if something failed. But uh, I also wasn't claustrophobic. Well, Well, the other thing is... 
How about the effect of the gases in the water being absorbed uh, into your skin? Well, we were wearing, if you get those depths and temperatures, you know, we were wearing... Sure, uh, full suits. Uh, yeah, we were, in, 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 in totally including our head, our hands, everything. Oh, but it okay. wasn't something we would have thought of. It's just an answer to the question. Um, right. You know, getting back to uh, waterborne uh, organisms, we found out quite by accident, we, uh, we produce a product called paraacetic acid, which is basically hydrogen peroxide on steroids. Mm. And it's got a very short half-life. Uh, I'll give an example of how strong of an oxidizer it is. We have a cautionary on it: is if you spill it, you can't wipe it up with a, a wool or natural fiber rag because it'll catch on fire. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, but it's it's a way to ship this material. It's it's very safe in its use dosage because again, it's hydrogen peroxide. But we found out by accident. My my business partner had a swimming pool. And they're shut down all winter, and they're, they're absolutely putrid in the spring, and they take forever to get cleaned up and going. And you, you don't dare drain them because it'll push the pool right out of the ground. And he decided to take a five-gallon pail and a 30,000-gallon pool, which if you back calculate, it's a very high dosage. Um, but he dumped the whole pail in there, and then he took progressive photographs, and it was incredible, you know, the kill rate. And then we, we brought samples into the lab, and did total bacteria counts uh, within the first sample had a high bacteria count, you know, but it was immediately after the administering the parasitic acid. Uh, the second sample, two hours later, had cut it down to 25%, and the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, and seventh samples were absolute zero. Wow. <laughs> wow. Incredible. They use it now. Uh, instantly, our biggest market for that is that the citrus industry uses it to clean clean out their uh, their their pipes. You know, all of the uh, piping that they use to move the uh, the uh, juices around, uh, they go in once a year and, and and clean clean those out using that material. And all again, right, Gary, nothing I've... behind. It's pure oxygen. I appreciate it. We're, we've we've gone over our hour. Uh, we can go further, but no. No, I done. really appreciate your insight. No, you're 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 a wealth of knowledge. You always have been. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, the next two weeks will be the best of shows. Uh, Dr. Dan will take care of that, and uh, we will be back in three weeks live. I uh, want to thank you for your uh, support. Your listening. Uh, shortly we will be uh, uh, generating some revenue from this show and it's all going to go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation of Southwest Florida uh, and I'll let you know as, as that progresses and I just want to leave you today with because of what we were talking about ladies and gentlemen nature heals and is the doctor's task it consists of strengthening the natural healing powers to direct them and not interfere with them. That's really important. And I think that's what you're hearing from Dr. Jerry, myself, and Dr. Dan. So with that, uh, Dr. Dan, any closing words? Um, let's see. Will you be back? Uh, will the show be back before Christmas? Yes, we'll do one show before Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas anyway, early, and Happy Hanukkah and whatever you celebrate. Um, my closing words is, Try the light therapy. Try it. Get yourself one of those sad um, uh, lights if you can uh, find it. 
Um, who do you say carries it, uh, Ron? Elixa, E-L-I-X-A. All right, E-L-I-X-A dot com? Yes, the same people you bought your colloidal silver maker from. Right, the, and colloidal silver, I take that every day. Don't 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 forget, if you want to take that every day and spray it on everything, those um I'm uh, I don't I don't think I have any jokes today that I can think of, so there's no, no sense problem. in making one up. So it was nice uh, nice talking to you, young fellas all day. I hope the weather's good up there, uh, Jerry. God it's bless improving. you all. No, it's getting better. God bless you all, and I will uh, talk to you before Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah, whatever there. And you too, yeah, okay. Gary. Yep. And Thank Ron. you very much. And same to you. Thank you. Dan, uh, Dr. Jerry? I'm just excited to be able to share this information with our listening audience. Uh, Nelson Mandela had a wonderful quote. He said, education is the way to change the world. Right. And that's Absolutely. what we're all about. And, Gary, thank you for uh, calling in and contributing. Uh, much appreciated. Well, I enjoyed the show. I, now all I have to do is, is for pre-stage uh, Alzheimer's, I have to remember what photobiomodulation is so I can use it. <laughs> well, <you've... laughs> I'm putting that light right on my head tonight. Gary, I just, am too. <laughs> instead of wearing a name tag, just put a little sign that says, turn on the light, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to uh, have a great week. Uh, Respect your bodies, and uh, we will see you live in three weeks. We have two great shows coming up in the next two weeks, though, the best of. Enjoy, be good, do some good to the, to the world. See you then. Take care. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on